show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Questions, comments, direct those to email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Interesting tit, one major NFL star decided to take his compensation in Bitcoin. If you follow cryptocurrency at all, it's completely gotten hammered. It's funny how it's in the news when it's high, it's out of the news when it's low. At least that's what it appears to me. OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., took his $750,000 salary in Bitcoin. Was that a good move? Let's see. Uh, L.A. Rams wide receiver OBJ made clear last November when he announced he would be converting his 2021 salary to cryptocurrency, that being Bitcoin. Bitcoin prices have been plummeting. Cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Ethereum, extended their ongoing slide earlier in the week. Ether was down. Ether was down 8% of the past 24 hours. Bitcoin fell to prices below 35,000, including a 4% drop in the last. 24 hours. So where was Bitcoin not that long ago? Near 70,000, right? Now it's not 35,000. This is bad news for crypto investors and for Beckham, who claimed to be converting $750,000 into Bitcoin in a deal with the Block Incorporated payment company Cash App. The Action Network is reporting the deal was made on November 12th, a week before the veteran receivers released by the Cleveland Browns, and a day when Bitcoin cost was $64,000. The price is down 46% since that time. So, depends on when he received it, I guess. Based on Monday's Bitcoin prices, assuming Beckham did convert a lump sum of $750,000 in Bitcoin when the deal was made in November that salary would now be worth 401000 Not counting the money he had to pay in tax on the seven hundred fifty. So he got paid seven hundred fifty grand, owed the IRS some money, converted it, wouldn't have converted all of it to tax to Bitcoin, I assume, because of after tax purposes. And then he's still down three hundred grand. <laughs> Is this a lesson not to invest in crypto? No, it's just it's not it's just not a game that's for the meek. Uh, crypto bounces all over the place. Not that it hasn't made some people very, very wealthy. It has, but that doesn't mean it is a major asset class like stocks, bonds, real estate, cash, those sorts of things. To me, it's still very speculation, very speculative. You're going to dabble in it, treat it like what it is, and it's gambling. If you hit it, you hit it big, great. If you don't, be willing to, whatever money you invest in crypto, be willing to lose that money. Like Mr. OBJ losing over $300,000 because he converted his NFL pay to Bitcoin. If you're just joining in, this is Financial Coaching Radio. We're going to switch it up and talk about investment portfolios. Not a big fan of t- Investment portfolios are like underwear or shoes, something of the like. They're very personal. It doesn't mean that yours can't be identical to someone else's. That's not what I mean. I just mean it that it needs to be tailored to your unique situation. And all that means is, 
looking at what you're trying to achieve. And most of the time when we're talking about investment strategies, we're talking about retirement. And retirement is sometime in the future or you're in retirement and you're living off your income. So if you're 10 years away, 20 years away, 30 years away from retirement, or you're newly retired, 10 years into retirement, 20 years into retirement, you can see where those scenarios differ. And it may not always be true, but if we use a general rule of thumb, each of those scenarios, the farther away you are from retirement, the farther along you are in retirement, and everywhere in between, you would need a different investment strategy because basically your life has changed. Your life is changing. So to say that everyone should have the same investment strategy or ever entertain the same investment strategy is just ridiculous. But nonetheless, financial media every so often will come out with these articles and it's usually written by financial folks. Some of them good, some of them bad, just like any other uh, any other industry. And it's really been surrounding around the 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio. And is it a thing that's very outdated? Is it dead? And the latest from Kiblinger Personal Finance Magazine says the 60-40 portfolio is dead. Long live the 33-33-33. And if you delve into it or dive into it, what this person is trying to convince us of because inflation is here very reactionary very reactive is it ever a good thing is it better to be proactive or reactive well it was rhetorical it is always better to be proactive let's plan ahead let's have a plan if this happens if and when this is what we'll do if and when this is what we'll do when we start talking about, well, inflation is here and all this stuff and interest rates are low, we have to do something different that's worked for the last 50 or 60 years. That leads us to believe that just having a simple 60-40 stock to bond portfolio, and it doesn't mean that's all you own is just U.S. stocks and U.S. bonds. You're going to have a mix of U.S. and international emerging markets developed. Same thing on the bond side. Maybe some cash, other real estate assets mixed in. But as a big picture, it's 60% equity, 40% bonds and cash. Is that something that's outdated because of low interest rates and inflation? Well, if we look at everything in a short period of time, say maybe. But is it working? Of course. Is there something we could invest that had could have invested in in hindsight? Well, if we go back two years, a year, five years, and go, well, wish I'd have done that. That's always going to be the case. So what is the um, agenda here with this financial article? Well, the agenda to me is to put a little bit of a doubt into our minds that what's tried and true and what's simple and less complex doesn't mean it's not sophisticated, but what's simple and less complex is not the best way anymore. And they're trying to trick us into thinking that alternative investments are the way to go. Venture capital, private equity, private debt, maybe sectors, maybe gold. Maybe investments that bet or go against the stock market, meaning that it's a fund that if the stocks go down, that fund goes up. If stocks go up, that fund goes down. This is nothing new. Five to eight years ago-ish, probably a little longer. My memory 
is not probably not serving me correctly, but somewhere between the last decade, there was a big push for this. Advisors need to consider alternative investment asset class for all their client portfolios. And anyone who actually followed that advice got their rear end handed to them because it came after the fact of the 2008 market decline 2008 and 9 10 that was still a rough period we weren't really sure what was going to happen were we ever going to rebound and get back to where we were and certainly we know now we didn't only get back to where we were pre-2008 we murdered where we were pre-2008 and the Dow at that time about 2007 was a high of 13,000 it's ridiculously higher than that now same thing on the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, they all went up significant amounts of money or amounts of percentage change since that time. So high of 13,000 in 2007, the Dow reached a high of over 35,000. But those preaching, well, you know, we've got to add something in here. It, it is just smoke and mirrors. It's shake and bake. It's, it's something to say, hey, we're doing something. I have an idea to fix all your worries and all your problems and we're going to react to what's happening in the inflation and the interest rate market and make you feel better. Frankly, I don't give a crap how you feel. I want you to have peace of mind, of course. But I'm also going to tell you the truth. And the truth is adding something, a new asset class into your investment strategy based on what has already happened with basically no track record of long-term success is not probably going to be anything different than what it was five to ten years ago. Yes, alternative investments could be the next best thing for the next year, two, or three, but I highly doubt it will stand the test of time like the major asset classes. So be leery, beware of these financial articles that try to spin and change our perspective of what we know to be true. Simple usually is better. Buy and hold low-cost investment strategies like index funds in an asset allocation investment strategy tailored to your current situation typically is what's best most of the time all right this is financial coaching radio i'm jason qual certified financial planner up next we'll talk real estate and mortgages with our local experts stick right. around there's something wrong with this the actors here have Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Okay, folks, I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you were my client or a loved one, I would never let you get your wills done online. This is truly a case of where you only get what you pay for, and those you leave behind will be the ones to pay the price. Go see estate planning attorney John Baker today by calling 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. Again, that's 896-5621 or bakercouncil.com. Get the expert estate planning advice you need today. 
Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848 1072. That's 848 1072 or online at THWCPA.com. So this is Financial Coaching Radio. Joining in now to talk real estate and mortgages, Marshall Sparkman, Diana Bracken, and Jennifer Whelan of Vitality Realty. Welcome back to the show. Hello. It's good to be back. Marshall, I don't know if you've ever been on board with a realtor before on the show, right? We always talk real estate and mortgages without experts. I'm I'm glad to have some some fresh blood. So catch me up. uh, (laughs) Catch me up, girls. What's going on in the real estate market in Middle Tennessee? Oh, man. Still on fire. Still on fire. Big time. Any recent transactions that stick out to something that would be a learning lesson for anybody that listens today? Oh, snap. So I know you guys <laughs> yes. put out Hopefully. fires. That's the life of a realtor, right? That is yes. the life of a stress fire fighter. <laughs> Absolutely. No, most, most legitimately, yeah. I think a big thing that we're learning right now is the importance, and we've, we've known this, every real estate agent will tell you this, but the importance of using a local lender which is great for you, Mr. Marshall Sparkman. That's right, because he's a man. What challenges do you see, Marshall, of of someone who, who is a realtor that doesn't work with someone who's local in the mortgage business? Well, the realtors want if if you're working with a good realtor, they're going to force you to, to to use a local lender. Like if you get a if you get a realtor that's like, oh, you're pre-approved from an online company. Okay, cool. Well, just give me that approval letter and let's go look at houses. Just go ahead and fire that realtor and go find another one. <laughs> it's true. Little, uh, I mean, honestly, a good realtor knows the difference, and they know, hey, with the online lender, there's no telling what you're going to get. Are you really even approved? Is yeah. that deal going to close? How long is it going to take? If I call somebody, am I going to get somebody to answer the phone? You know, a, a realtor that has yeah. done multiple transactions absolutely will tell you that they hate working uh, uh, with with the online guys, so you know they're gonna they're gonna get you to a, their local person as quickly as possible if they don't fire them. Well, they're yeah. supposed to close Rocket mm-hmm. fast, right? <laughs> Rocket, Rocket fast. <laughs> so on the other side, working with someone who shows up with a pre-approval letter from an online lender, what have you seen the nightmare scenario be? Okay, well, we're we're dealing with one right now that this transaction has been under contract for three and a half months, and we just hit another two-week delay because they didn't bother to look at the appraiser's report, and it's missing key information, key information that actually requires a contractor to come out and take apart some of this property, which, of course, contractors are hard to find as well. So you were, we're moving into February. This was supposed to close in November. Yeah. Have they thought about switching to a local lender, or is it just too late at this point? It, they're so invested, and every time we get really close to the end, there's always something. So they, they're, we're like, we should probably switch. I'm like, well, we're so close. No, let's wait and rinse and repeat, and we're still not close. Yeah, a lot. A lot of times you'll get the you'll get somebody that's like, man, I just went through the ringer with these guys. I really don't want to have to do that over again. Mm-hmm. 
and they're done. <laughs> and they put a lot of money in it. I mean, yeah. you have, you know, out-of-pocket expenses, appraiser, appraisers, um, home inspectors, all of that. Mm-hmm. Marshall, Freddie Mac sees rates remaining below 4% on the 30-year conventional. What say you on what's happening here locally with all the interest rate changes that's gone on since the last time you were on the show? Well, that's really a million-dollar question. Rates are up. I think the national average right now is mid to high threes. Uh, mm-hmm. So they've gone yeah. up a full point, a full percent in rate over the past few months. Um, so uh, the report I read this morning says we should see rates over in the fours by the end of the year. So um, I don't know, man. I think uh, you know. I think our, the good days of having really low rates are over. Uh, we knew it was going to be temporary, and mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people got to ride that train while they could. I think you know. I think, look, let's say at the end of the day, still, in the grand scheme of things, still 4%, pretty good. 5% yeah. still low interest rate. Mm-hmm. Depends on what uh, you're borrowing, right? Depends on what you're borrowing. Depends <laughs> on what, you're, what, you know, what inflation <laughs> is. There's a lot of factors. That, that was the inside. You know, my struggle with that on the back end of what I'm doing, uh, a tenth of a point is uh, freaks me out. <laughs> Marshall, Marshall, is this going to spring back the ARM loans, the five one, the seven one, in in the short term after this rates the rates go up above four percent? You know, I think it will. I think it'll definitely bounce back a little bit. I can count on one hand how many adjustable rates I've done in my career, um, just because for so many years the rates have been low and there's really not been a need for it. But I'm not afraid of an ARM. I think it's a good product for. For a person that says, hey, man, I know we're not going to be in this house more than five years. I mean, we're going to buy this place. We're going to live here a couple years. We're going to get the kids out of school and we're going to sell it. I want an adjustable rate. Um, the problem is right now the spread is still not big enough. Like, you know, if a fixed rate's three and a half, well, the adjustable rate may be in the low threes. Mm-hmm. So it's still not. If it, Usually arms, I think arms will come back if there's a big spread, if like a 30-year fixed is five percent and an arm is three percent yeah i think some more people will start doing arms but i think if the spread is really close people are like no i'll just go for the security and do a 30 year to be safe jennifer diana what are some of the ways that a local realtor working with a local lender can help speed up the closing process obviously someone who's is contracted with you guys to find a home they're relying on you guys for a lot more than just you know what you think the house is worth and what the offer should be absolutely Mm -hmm. well here's the thing first and foremost one of the biggest advantages to using a local lender especially one that a realtor has had an established relationship that can testify that their service to their clients are the same that they provide uh, is is astronomical and in that a local lender actually cares about their reputation they treasure it they nurture it because it, in the end of the day mortgage lenders and realtors work hand in hand they're a team and if you provide great service then we're likely to be happy to recommend you mm-hmm. and then in them playing you know that great service they also in turn give you know a, a wonderful experience to our clients so it's a win-win on all sides whereas when you go with the larger, these are huge companies with multiple processors. You never even talk to the same person most of the time. Mm-hmm. They're not worried about that personal relationship. They're probably out of, you know, some giant city you'll never see or hear from them again. And locally, you know, oftentimes these people come to your closings. They have gifts for you. They ride this journey with you, with you just like we do. They come with gifts. They, they come do. with gifts. 
if you use us. I guess we, we talk gifts. it. Can I get a gift? Just forget it. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. So Vitality Real Estate Realty, tell us a little bit about your firm. And Marshall, switch over to you and talk about Sparkman Lending. Okay. Go ahead, Jen. You want to? Yeah, so we are uh, we we are a brokerage. We opened about a year ago. Mm-hmm. We've been in the industry for about twenty years total. Overall, yeah, um, and we love what we, what we do, and uh, we we saw a bigger picture of what of how we wanted to conduct our business, and we had a hard time finding a brokerage that we felt like we fit into, and so we decided to start one on our own. Yeah. So we are enormous about the win-win. We actually craft mm-hmm. everything around that so that not only do our clients have that win-win, but also the agents that join us and become part of our brokerage have the tools and the connectivity in which to to pass that on as well. So that's kind of where we're structured is that it's not about serving the brokerage. It's not serving the agent. It's everybody creating that big win. Mm-hmm. And well, online and phone number, what's the best way for a listener to reach you guys off the air? Our phone number is 615-203-3300, and our website is myvitalityhome.com. Now, Marshall, you took a little bit of a twist and turn to get open up your own mortgage firm. How's that been going? What's the success stories you have, and what have you been able to do for your, your, your clients thus far? Yeah, it was, uh, it was absolutely terrible the first six months of uh <laughs> I feel <opening>. that. <laughs> we understand. Yeah. It, it, it is uh, it is unbelievable the amount of permits and approvals and red tape you've got to cut through to be able to lend money nowadays. So um, yeah, the first six months were absolutely terrible, but I'll tell you what what made me decide to do it was when I started, I was working for a small community bank and they sold to a larger big corporate bank and it was just kind of, I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. and. Um, and I start, so I started exploring, and and once I, I started learning more, I started learning. Hey, wait a minute! If uh, this is how much money the bank's actually making on the back end, this is the profit margins that they build in. The banks take the governmental rate, and then they add a profit margin to it, and that's the rate that they sell on the street. We call that the retail rate. Well, on the uh, as a mortgage broker, I'm in the wholesale world, so I get basically what I do is I'm able to connect you directly to the servicing company. So if you're taking out a loan, you're going to go to a local bank or wherever, and then they're going to turn around, they're going to sell that loan to another servicing company, and they're going to make their money, their little middleman fee. Well, what I'm doing is we cut out, the, as a broker, I cut out the middleman and give the loan directly to whichever servicing company has the best interest rates. And then they, in turn, pay me a commission for that. But when I started uh, researching this and diving into it a little bit deeper, I learned how much lower the wholesale rates were. And they're it, it was unbelievable. So, so it became more of a moral issue for me because I've got to be able to look my, most of my clients are friends and family and referrals from friends and close realtors that I trust. And yeah. I've got to be able to look people, when I see you at Kroger, I've got to be able to look you in the eye and say, hey man, I took care of you. I gave you the best rate possible. Yeah, and when I learned that I wasn't doing that, I wasn't able to do that, it, it changed everything. It was like, I can't do this. I can't continue to know that I can get people a better deal but I'm not just because I want to work at this institution. And folks listening, can, we welcome to call you to get a second opinion. If they've got a, a breakdown, a quote uh, from another lender, another bank, what is the best way to reach you for that mortgage second opinion? Yeah, you can reach my team, 615-499-6516. Or you can visit us online, sparkmanlending.com. The nice, pretty website you just built. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Marshall, appreciate your time. All right, we're going to check out here for just a minute. We'll be back right after this. Marshall, thanks for joining in. Thanks, I'll see you. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. We're back right after this. Okay. I'm a bummer. That's the way. I'm a bummer. I'm a bummer. That's the way. It's work. I'm a bummer. Be here to stay. The 21st century till infinity. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Rich baby, what, what? Check me out, check me out. I'm gonna be on top, never stop. I'm gonna be, 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 i to the other show. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Still here to talk real estate is Jennifer and Diana, and I want to ask you about the local market. New home sales, existing home sales, What what's the, the big thing? Can you find a, a starter home? Can you find a lower-priced home in Rutherford County these days? <laughs> They come about every now and again, but you have to act fast. Yeah. So, so someone looking for that lower price point, what, what is the advice you have for them? Find yourself a, an agent who has been in this market for a good long while, that has good connections, and is well mm-hmm. known for their reputation in being a good person who gives good service. That is, honestly, the relationships with realtors, with other realtors, mm-hmm. is enormous because it's the ability for you to get a listing that just hit the market. Maybe it's not on the MLS quite yet. Correct, or is on a, you know, fixing to hit the market in 10 minutes and we get that call, you know. And agents wanna work with agents who are good people, who know what what they're doing because then they know the transaction's gonna go smooth, it's a better process, and you're less likely to fall out of contract. Correct. What's the advantage there? Obviously putting it on MLS, getting multiple offers would be some way to get the highest possible price. Uh, is is that still something that's happening when you, I think the term is pocket listing, refer, correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. You're right. mm-hmm. you gonna get that same type of uh, battle there with, a, with letting your realtor friends battle it out instead of the people on the MLS? Well, I, there's benefits obviously to the realtors because they have that, that back-end connection, they can get their clients in. I find that pocket listings are a whole lot harder to find right now, uh, even with the relationships, because at this point, the market is so hot. If this is a reputable realtor, 
they're not going to just to ha keep it as a pocket listing because even though it can appraise for let's just say 250 the market value is not 250 so you can put it out there on the market for 250 but the likelihood is you're probably going to go under contract somewhere in the vicinity of 300 310 mm -hmm. just because there's so many people putting in on the lower end houses uh, there's just crazy amounts of competition so the truth of the matter is is if they're doing that they're not really fulfilling mm -hmm. their contract to their seller their yeah. best interest is to put it out into the open market right. yeah and good agents know that I mean yeah. that's I think it's uh, it's expected yeah now I we do have occasionally where we, there's one where we'll get the inside scoop that one is coming uh, and then we'll talk about it and, you know, kind of estimate what that might look like, what the multiple offers are likely to be at, where it's likely to appraise, mm -hmm. and then offer well over what they're looking like and, and, you know, educate the seller on the, you know, if you put it on the market, it might might yield more, it may not, but this is a, a stellar offer and educate the seller and give them that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Now that has happened, but generally speaking, Jennifer and I put it on the market no matter what at this point. What are most realtors doing in this market personally? Are they are they skittish to buy because of the way that things are going as far as the bidding wars and the prices you have to pay above appraisal price, or mm -hmm. are they just accepting it and they're doing it anyway? They're accepting it and they're doing it anyways. I mean, there are so many benefits to owning a home and not renting. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think the pros outweigh the cons. So yeah. um, not just for realtors. I mean, we know that because we, we do this on a daily basis, but we educate our clients also. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm finding that there you know there was hesitation probably about a year ago and and agents did step back you know just to see is this you know an inflated bubble that's going to chill out a little bit but as we move forward we only get more expensive so i think mm -hmm. most people have gotten off of that let me wait and see bubble and, and are executing yeah Jennifer, Diana, Real Estate Questions, Vitality, Realty. What is the website and that phone number one more time? We are 615-203-3300 or myvitalityhome.com. Buyers, sellers, investors, all the three, right? Yes, we don't discriminate. <laughs> all right, this is Financial Coaching Radio taking our last break. We'll be back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS. are your investments costing you each year most people don't have a clue why is this extremely important because overpaying by just one percent a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28 percent you heard me right 28 percent less at retirement i'm commission-free certified financial planner jason qualls i don't sell financial products I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? 
tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Financial Coaching Radio, as you know by now, is with you online anytime, financialcoachingradio.com. That's where you can find all the information about me as well. I am one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County, jasonquallscfp.com. Make sure your advisor only works for you, is only paid by you, and has the top credential in the business of CFP, fee-only fiduciary certified financial planner ask the tough questions you'll get the right answers make sure your advisor is steering you in the right direction jason qualls cfp.com listen to the show anytime anywhere click archives at financialcoachingradio.com you can also listen live monday through friday four o'clock right here on wgns this is the place for local talk this is rutherford county's number one talk station for all things financial all things sports all things local and to listen again that website financialcoachingradio.com you can stream it you can podcast it you can do anything you want to do to get your fix of this show and others but for this one financialcoachingradio.com Appreciate you listening today and every day. I'll be back with you tomorrow, same time, same channel, right here on WGNS. Keep it locked in. Keep it local because WGNS is coming at you with more local talk right after this. See you next time.